0: Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders, so let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti just a matter of doing it. The Jamoti Podcast is powered by Sideline Interactive. Sideline Interactive is the leading manufacturer for high-quality, innovative scoring tables and LED video display boards that help coaches and schools bring more excitement to fans, create huge fundraising opportunities, and make their jobs easier. Visit sidelineinteractive.com to check out their amazing products. Big, uh, not argument, but discussion out there is uh, all coaches have a style of play that they they love to teach. It's kind of their favorite, but maybe they're willing to teach others depending on their team. Uh, but then there's some that it will go the – it's players where I don't care what style we play, it just has to fit them. So are you more of style-based or is it all about the players that you have?
1: I would probably say um, I've been both ways. You know, like uh, – <clears throat> Probably when I was an assistant coach, I had all the answers. When I was recruiting, you knew exactly what I was going to run, what I was going to do, had it all planned out. And I can probably tell you, I do absolutely nothing of what I planned out when I was, you know, 25 years old and had all the answers. Uh, I mean, I've I've played every possible way, from being in the gaps to being aggressive to pressing to being straight half court to being zone. Uh, to run in pick and roll, to run in triangle, to run in four-out ball screen. This year, we're running five out. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit of both. I definitely would say that I adjust to our players. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not going to be boxed into the system and then the players don't fit. I'm going to try and figure out how to utilize, like, you know, last year we had Effie He transferred and he's, he's going to SMU, but he's a wide body, slow post player. With well, a year before we had our five man taking the ball out and we, you know, that's how we started our secondary. Well, you know, midway through the season, I'm like, you know, he's our best low post player. I got him playing way far away from the basket. When we get scored, and, you know, he's and sixty-pop pounds. He's got to get the ball, take three more steps, go out of bounds then come down, and he's still not next to the basket. So we changed it, you know, yeah. and we got him Effie. When we get scored on, just run down to the front of the rim and get ready to post. He saved All, in
0: like 30 feet right there.
1: Right. And then- <laughs> All of a sudden he had more energy, he was yeah. more efficient, and we were a better basketball team. And so, uh, you know, I may not get it figured out for five or ten games, but usually, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. But to answer your question, we're going to adjust. Uh, I've had to adjust all the time. You know, when we had Kevin Hervey, we were changing up our defenses all the time. If we got, if we get, if we scored a, a layup, we were in our 2-2-1 two, two, back to matchup zone and we were phenomenal at it. Um, then all of a sudden he goes down and we can't have any success in our 2-2-1 two, two, press back to our zone. And, uh, you, you know, all of a sudden we're struggling. And so, I'm like, then I go back and I watch us beat Memphis. And, you know, he's 6'8 with the seven foot three wingspan. He gets a rebound. He can start the break. He's like super, super smart, you know, knows how to get guys off the three point line and read without having to work extra hard. And I'm like, well, yeah, we just lost a dude that's really, really good. But then you look at our team and we had all these tough dudes left, you know, like Jorge Bilbao, Jalen Jones, Drew Charles, Eric Neal. And so we just from that point forward, we went straight half court, man. And, you know, we lost four in a row from the time he went down. And then we ended up winning like eight of our last 11 mm-hmm. uh, after losing an NBA guy. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm going to adjust. Uh, you know, this year we, we are going five out. I love it. Uh, it's been fun to coach. Uh, it, it's opened up the floor. For us. Uh, so we will try and recruit to that. But then again, you know, if, uh, if a guy like Effie that's a low post guy that can score with his back to the basket and, you know, maybe isn't a five out player, we'll, we'll adjust, you yeah. know. And so but it, if we can get guys that, you know, can defend and and pass dribble, shoot the three and open things up and defend on the other end, I, I'd love to continue to play five out motion. Five out traditional with middle third wings corners or
0: five out tilted where are splitting the top corners and then maybe a what we would call a stretch. It's
1: actually, like we we started just like Davidson does. So we'll you know, we'll have the four man at the top of the key and our point guard will attack the elbow. And then once he reverses it, you know, it becomes a stagger, and pretty much, you know, nine times out of ten, we're curling the first one and then the point guard's coming back off, and then it's more five-out freelance motion. So, you know, setting back screens, down screens, you know, anybody can pass and go, you know, ball screen and, and roll to the basket or slip it, uh, you, you know. So it, it's basically there. there's entries to get into that, but it'll be, you know, two or three passes, and then we're, you know, at that point freelance. So, you know, as long as your corner guys are setting flares – your guys cutting to the basket, you know, they can post up, but then they need to be back screeners. If you do that and you get the guys to catch and, and see the basket, you have a chance of being successful. You know, if they catch it and put it on the ground immediately, you're going to struggle. Uh, but, you know, so far it's been really, really good. We'll see how it translates uh, once the season gets here. So I think the sweet
0: spot is you have concepts that you really like, that you love to teach and that you you're confident in because I think players can sense or, or or smell if we're confident or not. And yeah. so we're confident in teaching them that's, and then, but then you can mold those concepts to the player strengths that you have from year to year where the danger is, is on either side of that spectrum too far where your system system, like you said early on, it doesn't fit our players. And I'm thinking yeah. of a few seasons at faith where we lost because of me. My stubbornness, yeah. my pride, but then the other way, I feel like you you can go too far, which is a team that really has no identity, yeah. no idea. They, they don't know what they hang their hat on, what they do well, and so like you it sounds like what you've done is is the sweet spot of we have our concepts and what we like to do, but man, we're going to make it work to win because that's the ultimate goal, and to make you guys successful individually.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, my last year in Arlington, I probably tweaked something I shouldn't have tweaked. And looking back on it, you know, that team still won. I, I don't remember what. I think it was 21 games. But I, I look back and I'm like, man, why did I change that? Because the year before, we had won 27 games. And uh, we we kind of I, – I made it so so it was a little bit more freelance – and guys were just thinking too much, you know, and I look back at that and I'm like, man, I wish I would have just left it the way it was because we were rolling. Um, so yeah, you, you know, you have to be careful if something is working, don't tweak it too much. Uh, just, you, you know, find find the things that, you know, just like I, you talked about, you know, the analytic, analytical part of it, you know, if it's we turn the ball over too much, you know, figuring out, okay, what's the key to that, or we're not turning teams over enough. Maybe what can we do to create a few more turnovers? But, uh, you know, if you're shooting 52% from the field, then you probably shouldn't change a whole lot. You probably, you know, have something pretty good going. Yeah.
0: Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast